Hey everybody, it is the Music Man 08 for February 19th, 2021. I am so sorry that I've left you guys in the dust without publishing new episodes. Um, I've had some personal things in my life happen that I'm not going to get into here. Um, But I do thank you for listening to the podcast. And as I said, um, as always in previous episodes, if you have things you'd like to discuss or you would like me to talk about rather, um, I will gladly do so. I'm currently working on trying to get an interview together for a future podcast episode. So keep your ears, um, keep your ears open, not, not, um, (laughs) keep your ears open and, uh, we will, uh, announce that. I will announce that here in the, uh, next, uh, future podcast, I hope, or few episodes. Today, I want to talk about the album Thriller by Michael Jackson. We're covering the King of Pop again. Speaking of pop, I think I need a drink of something. Um, And we're also going to talk about Invincible because um, while Thriller was the biggest selling album of all time and it broke the Guinness Book of World Records, it sold over 40 million copies. This is great, but I believe that Invincible was overlooked especially by somebody at Sony. If you're wondering who I'm talking about, stick around and I'll tell you. Thriller, one of the biggest selling albums of all time by singer, songwriter, and fashion entrepreneur, if you want to call him that, or fashion trendsetter, Michael Joseph Jackson. Done in 1982 and was just a phenomenon. It had several top single hits for radio. The Girl Is Mine, a duet with Paul McCartney, Thriller, Beat It, Billie Jean, Human Nature, and Wanna Be Starting Something. All these songs except for Thriller and Human Nature, were written by Michael Jackson. Want to Be Starting Something was written by Michael. The Girl Is Mine was written by Michael. Thriller was written by Rod Temperton. Baby Be Mine was written by Rod Temperton. Beat It was written and composed by Michael Jackson. Billie Jean was written by Michael Jackson. Human Nature was a part of the Toto brand, if you will, and that's why Steve Porcaro uh, was on that record. Uh, PYT, Pretty Young Thing, was written by James Ingram and Michael Jackson. And The Lady of My Life was written by Rod Temperton. Now, as I said, want to be starting something, The Girl Is Mine, Thriller, Beat It, Billie Jean, and Human Nature, and PYT were all singles off this album. It catapulted Michael Jackson into superstardom. It made Off the Wall small in comparison to this album. Now in other countries, Thriller didn't make a very big impact yet. And that is too bad, unfortunately. Um, Off the Wall was actually introduced in other countries first And then Thriller came years later. So, in other words, in 87, 
While bad was everywhere else, Thriller may have been in other countries like Africa and France and places like that. But I want to not talk about Thriller just for a few minutes. I want to talk about Michael Jackson's Invincible album, which was released in 2001. Now, Michael Jackson didn't go to nightclubs, but he always kept up with today's sound and what was trending and what would sound hot on a song or what would not sound hot on a song. And he did that extremely well. He did that extremely well, in my personal opinion. Now, I know that Invincible had some wonderful singles, such as Heaven Can Wait, Break of Dawn, Butterflies, which was actually released as a single. You could actually put Heaven Can Wait and Break of Dawn in the Quiet Storm mode of things, and also Speechless, you could put in the Quiet Storm mood of things. Now, Rock My World, You Rock My World, was also a single released from this album. But it got very, very little promotion. And this was because Michael Jackson went to war with Sony Records. Michael Jackson had been with Epic and Sony for a number of years since, you know, the Jackson days in 1976. And when Michael wanted to do other things... The record company basically said, no, this is what we want you to do. And so it became a huge war. It really did become a huge war. If you guys want to see the speech that Michael Jackson presents about Sony music, um, YouTube, uh, Michael Jackson, I would would uh, type in on YouTube, Michael Jackson at war with Sony, and it might bring the speech up right away. But, you know, I, Tommy Mottola at Sony was what really started this off. In his biography, Tommy Mottola says that Invincible was good, but it wasn't great. It wasn't Thriller. You can't be stuck in the past all the time. It's not, you know, it's really not. It's really not good to stay in the past. And I know in a lot of concerts that Michael did, he did include Thriller on the set list because it was what made him. And I wish that he had still been touring in the 2000s because there was actually going to be an Invincible tour. But due to this big, huge war... With Sony Music, that just didn't happen. It didn't happen at all. And it's really too bad that it didn't happen. Um, As I said, we know about Thriller. So I want to talk about Invincible. Invincible's a great album. From Unbreakable, featuring the late Notorious B.I.G. To Threatened. Featuring samples from Rod Serling of The Twilight Zone. It's a great album. You get everything. You get dance. You get love songs. You get... You just get a number of things. I mean, You Are My Life. That was written about his children. That was written about his children. And in previous recordings, 
of course, we never heard songs about his children. And with this, you get a more personal glimpse into what Michael Jackson is. He's not just a musician. He's a human being with feelings. And You Are My Life is one of those songs. When you have background uh, singing by Babyface and others, and, you know, Brandy was on the album as a backup singer, just a number of people were on this. Um, You know, Rodney Jerkins was a part of the production team. Um, Rodney Darkchild Jerkins, to be precise. Um, Because Rodney Jerkins has also worked with Brandy. And other musicians. It's just, it, it amazes me, folks, that everybody wants to look at Thriller. Look, I love Thriller. I will always love the Thriller album. But I also love Off the Wall. I also love Bad. I also love Dangerous. I also love the History album. And I know that a lot of people may pan the History album and say, oh, well, he's washed up. He's already putting a Greatest Hits package out. I think people misconstrued history for what it is. History, the first disc, is basically, it's 15 songs, that's one five, 15 songs from the albums of Off the Wall, Thriller, Bad, Dangerous. And you take 15 songs and say, okay, these are the top, these are the top hits off of these albums and then you have the second disc which I've covered in a previous podcast Um, I believe I've covered this in a previous podcast you have the second disc of all new material even the controversial song they don't care about us you know and I'm going to cover Blood on the Dance Floor in a future podcast That's a great album to a point. I mean, you have five new songs and the rest are just filler, some would say. Some people would basically regard that as a DJ album. But I want to get back to Invincible because this is the topic of this podcast is Thriller versus Invincible. Now, I consider... Threatened to be a Thriller Part 2. Because in Thriller, who do you have speaking near the end? You have Vincent Price. Who do you have rapping near the end of the song in Threatened? Samples of Rod Serling from The Twilight Zone. And excuse me, it's Sterling, not Serling. But Rod Sterling from the Twilight Zone. You have samples of him. When you listen to Unbreakable Folks on Invincible, track number one, the very first track, he's basically saying, look, I've been through hell and high water. Or I've been through hell and back to get here. You can't stop me. I'm still here. I'm still Michael Joseph Jackson. 
I'm still going to do what I'm going to do to make history. I'm still going to cement my legacy in this industry since I was a little boy with the Jackson 5. Unbreakable. You can't believe it. You can't deceive it. And you can't touch me because I'm untouchable. I know you hate it and you can't take it. You'll never break me because I'm unbreakable. That's what he's saying to the naysayers. Is you can't stop me. You tried doing that. Back in 94 to 95, 93 to 95, you tried to do that. It didn't work. I'm back again, people. I'm back again. Michael said it best when he said, He went from, where is he, to, here he is again. And that's what he did with Invincible. Unbreakable, folks. The first track of the album. The first track. I heard this from beginning to end. I was like, Michael's bad. You go to Heartbreaker. The second track of the album. You're listening to somebody who's torn in a relationship, you know, should have seen it coming, heartbreaker, that's what she is, invincible, the title track, third track on the album, but the title uh, cut on the album, the title of the album, I should say, you got, I mean, you, you got all these beats, man, from unbreakable to heartbreaker to invincible, These beats, I mean, they were skillfully put together. You know, and then we slow things down. Break of Dawn. A song dedicated to the lovers of the world. No matter the language you speak. Making love. Until the break of dawn, if that's your desire. And then we have another slow jam. Heaven can wait. Tell the angels no, I don't want to leave my baby alone. I don't want nobody else to hold you. It's a chance I'll take. Maybe I'll stay. Heaven can wait. These are lyrics that Michael came up with. These are lyrics that Michael came up with. And then we get back into a little bit of a dance track. A dance groove, if you will. The sixth song on the album. You Rock My World. Y'all ain't seen the video, you need to, it's dope. Y'all ain't seen the video, it's dope. I, I think it's a great video. And then we go back into Butterflies, which not only did Michael help write and compose a little bit of, 
but some British women, a group named Floetry, helped with that. They're on the they're on the backup. Speechless. Another quiet storm song. Speechless. Speechless. That's how you make me feel. I mean, this is something you could say to your your guy or or your girl. I mean, this is real stuff. If you sit and analyze the lyrics, maybe you don't know what to say, so you let the music speak for you. Track 9, 2000 Watts. Teddy Riley's up in the mix on this one. Track 10, You Are My Life, a song about his kids, a song about his kids. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, you could do these 10 tracks right here and that would make the album, but we got more to press on with. You'll pardon me. Track 11, Privacy. The one thing he's always wanted and and the one thing he's always asked for. But the media has always been up in his face. Now I'll admit, Michael has some, Michael had some interesting uh, eccentricities. And yes, he's even said, you know, I got to stop putting rumors out. To, to the media because they take that and they run with it and they believe it, you know, and so then it gets printed. So he had to stop those rumors. That's why he wrote the song many years ago, Leave Me Alone. He finally told the media, hey, look, I'm not the one that you want to mess with now for news. That's why he wrote that song. Anyway, back on track. 11, privacy. Same thing. Um, He was angry at the media. He mentions his best friend, Princess Diana. You know, cameras and paparazzi all around her. And that's how she died. (sighs) Track 12. Don't walk away. If you want to save your relationship or maybe you said something that was wrong and maybe your girl or guy is like, you know, I'm out of here. Sometimes letting the music speak and trying to say that you're sorry may just save your relationship. The Lost Children. (sighs) Wow. 
this one. The Lost Children. Um, he always cared about children. He always cared about their well-being. I've seen in home videos where he goes around and sings. You know, he's gone around and, and, and has been singing to his own children. And that song I've heard. The Lost Children. We pray for our fathers, pray for our mothers, wishing our families well. We sing songs for the wishing, for those who are kissing, but not for the missing. So this one's for all the lost children. All the lost children. This one's for all the lost children, wishing them well. And wishing them home. Track 15. Whatever happens. With a special guest appearance by. Carlos Santana. On guitar. And those two worked pretty well. Together. Um. Wonderful, wonderful performance by those two. You know, whatever happens, don't let go of my hand. You know, hold on to me. I've got you. I'm here for you. If you're here for me, I'm here for you. Whatever happens, don't let go of my hand. The last song on the album, Invincible. To me, this is a thriller part two. This is probably one of the best songs on the album that represents thriller part two. This album was supposed to have a tour and I think it would have brought him back into the, 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 the stratosphere again. I don't think we would have had a This Is It concert. I think he would have been able to retire gracefully. I don't think there would have been a war with Sony Music. But Tommy Mottola, unfortunately, brought war to the table and Michael responded. Folks, if you haven't heard this album, whether on, you know, whatever, whatever music platform you subscribe to Amazon, um, if you haven't, you know, heard this on Spotify or Apple Music, I'm telling you, check this album out. Even if you don't like Michael Jackson, at least listen to it just once. You make up your minds. Don't listen to me because I'm making a podcast about it, folks. 
you make up your minds and you decide. You know, maybe you might say, some of you out there might say, you know, this isn't a bad album at all. You know, the music man, oh wait, he's right. He's right on the money. Or most of you may say, ah, Thriller's still the best album. I'm still going to stick with Thriller. I don't care about any other albums. The rest suck. You have your own right to say how you feel about this album. And, you know, I could be completely wrong. You could be completely wrong about this album. You know, in your mind, you know, I I could I could be completely wrong about this album. You know, I'm a big fan of Michael Jackson. So some of you may write me and say, well, you're just doing that because you're a big fan. No, I do it because I like what he's produced and what he has accomplished. The sounds are fresh. The sounds were new. He came up with sounds that you never heard anywhere else. That's what Michael loved to do, is come up with sounds that no one in the stratosphere had ever used. Do I think Thriller is a, uh, a wonderful album? Yes. Do I think that it's horribly overrated? In today's music market, yeah. Because there are other albums that Michael did that really could have gotten attention. I mean, all right, Bad, the album Bad, released some singles and got videos for them. Dangerous got some singles released and was a big success. History didn't have too many videos. You know, the the, uh, album didn't have too many videos off the uh, second disc, but it had some singles released both for consumer and DJs alike. Blood on the Dance Floor only really had one single released here in the States, and that was the title cut. And then you had Ghost, which was a really good video. And, you know, possibly Is It Scary released only to radio. But like I said, I'm going to cover Blood on the Dance Floor in another podcast. I really believe, folks, that you guys should check out Invincible. Give it a listen for yourselves. Like I said, some of you may think that I'm completely wrong about Invincible. And you may say, "Uh, not for me. I'm already three songs in. No, let the CD or the digital stream let the damn thing play all the way through and then give it a one star give it two stars give it three stars whatever give it whatever rating you see fit just because i'm telling you about it doesn't mean that you'll take my word for it i don't want you to agree with me let's start a meaningful conversation about this album is it worth it To you, or are you just, nah, not for me? And if it's not worth it to you, that's fine. (sighs) Tommy Mottola made the biggest mistake in Sony Records history. 
by not allowing the album to have more promotion than it did. There could have been a tour. Michael could have made serious money and so could have Sony. But that never happened. It truly never happened. So, as I said, folks, this is what I want you to do. I want you to listen to Thriller first. I want you to listen to the original Thriller album, not the one that's out, you know, from 2008. Listen to the original nine songs. And then I want you to listen to the 16 songs on Invincible. And I want you to write to me. Or tweet me or whatever. I want you to just do your own ear worm candy research. And you tell me which is the better album of the two. We'll be right back. I'm going to give the contact information. And uh, then we're going to wrap this up. Okay, folks, if you'd like to talk to me about everything that you've heard today in this podcast, um, you can certainly do so if you have me on instant message for iOS. Um, If you have me on WhatsApp, you can hit me up over there on those two platforms. Twitter, Hey Tell and Zello are the Music Man 08. That's T-H-E-M-U-S-I-C-M-A-N, the numbers 08. No punctuation symbols before the numbers or after. You can email me at themusicman1 at gmx.us. That's T-H-E-M-U-S-I-C-M-A-N, the number one without the number sign, at gmx.us. And let's get a discussion going, folks. I mean, tell me your thoughts. Please keep all emails clean and respective. Um, or respectful, I should say. Um, If you want me to read some of your emails, I will gladly do so on the next episode. I will cover Blood on the Dance Floor, as I said, in a future episode. Um, I thank you for listening to this podcast. Um, I'm sorry that I've left you guys hanging so long. That was not my intent. That truly was not my intent. Everyone, love each other, stay healthy, and let's keep Michaeling and moonwalking. Peace out, much love, God bless.